episode 248 of <laughs> Nerds It's the 27th of October, almost Halloween. My name's Jordan. I'm joined by Andrew and Ty. How are you both doing? Hi. Living dreams. Beautiful. Beautiful. Let's get into it. We got box office. We got news, re- new releases on uh, on formats. We've got a uh, review what of The Last review? Witch Hunter. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then we've got the ending. Uh, and then we've got our discussion. Let's get to it, guys, with the box office. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ty's remembering how to do this. Uh, count me go. down. <laughs> I don't speak this language, but it's number 10. Sicario? <laughs> uh, after you were a number nine. The intern. And I, do you worked at number eight. <laughs> Crimson Peak. Uh, your boss was number seven. Steve Trebajo. <laughs> it's Trebajos. <laughs> Um, you know, and sometimes he'd send you to number six. Paranormal Activity 15, The Ghost Dimension. Which was in number five. Hotel Transylvania 2. And when you got there, everyone called you number four. The Last Witch Hunter. Because you crossed number three. The Bridge of Spies. And that made you have number two. Huis Bumps. After you watched the movie, number one. The Martian. <laughs> uh, I would just... just gave up. I would just... Uh, no, 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 that's good. Uh, <laughs> I would just like to... Uh, mention the fact before we get into numbers here hmm. uh, that the intern, aside from maybe one week, was always in front of Sicario. So every time that we've done this and these two movies have been in here, mm-hmm. we've made the same joke well, that course. you were Sicario after you were an intern. intern yeah, every I like time. M- most of the titles here are either uh, places or names or jobs. Yeah, well, <laughs> Steve, in fact. No, I mean like a hitman, an I, intern. I know I'm a witch it. hunter. Yeah, a Martian. Uh, Bridge of Spies Jobs. and kind of paranormal activity. Only two that don't fit that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this is a uh, this has been a fun run. I don't know the ghost dimension is a place. Yeah, but then you have to say paranormal paranormal par- activator. You have to say that first. Okay. Did that come out okay? No. That's my first time um, saying those words. So this is like the worst week in a while. It seems like. Yeah, are, are we past? Are we past like all the big releases now? Is that what? Well, this no, means? we're entering November. It's another big bump. Oh, yeah. So well, we're just the first weekend of November is um, Spectre. Spectre. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So we're going into like kind of a eh, weekend. What day? What day does that come out? Like the ninth or the tenth? Sixth. Yeah. Sixth. The UK I, already got it, and I hate them. I will be in Texas Jeez. at the time. Oh, they've got really nice theaters in I Texas. Was say, you got the, the uh, nicest, Alamo Draft House. The yeah. nicest theater I ever been to was in Texas. All right. Sweet. Cool. Yeah, but they got what? Spectre, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I think I need- Joy, th- th- that comes out in no, November? That's like no, Christmas. it's Christmas time. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's why they have the Christmas music in the trailer. Well, Christmas Stone? Mm-hmm. It's like ish. But they have but the lots bells. Of snow. They have yeah, the, the bells. bells. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Touching them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I read an article about how Steve Jobs bombed at the box office. Is that weird or what? I think it's just because it was like in no theaters and now it's in a bunch of theaters. But people have heard about it for so long Mm -hmm. and they've seen enough crappy Steve Jobs movies that just no one cares anymore, Mm -hmm. which sucks because it is a fantastic film Mm -hmm. and I think people should see it because it's it's structure and it's writing and everything. It's, It's important in like, I don't know. And in the way, like, I would love for it to turn into a play mm-hmm. or something like that and then be on Broadway. Or, you know, it's just something. Just, like, live on as something else because if it's if it's going to make, like, no money, which it's not making, mm-hmm. like, 
Well, when it was in limited release, it was like I, I remember hearing it broke like a record of like For, least yeah. amount of theaters and most amount of money. Which the last one I remember doing that was, um, oh, what was the 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 Wes Anderson one? Um, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Yes. Yeah. And that was cool. Yeah, because I saw it during that pre-release too. Yeah. I mean that's good and all, but unfortunately, is that based on that? Did everyone who wanted to see it saw it then? Doubtful. It was only in four theaters in New York and L.A. It was well, two each. Well, I mean, but after that, it came into more theaters and came into more yeah. theaters, and then it had this full wide release. I feel like it's because just, we, I, I know it's going to be a good movie. Like I just have no doubt, but mm-hmm. I don't really care as much about yeah. Steve Jobs. So it's right, like, why, right? Uh, it's been long enough. It's been the advertising has kind of been everywhere, mm-hmm. and there's been enough crappy films. I just think people don't care anymore. I also want to bring up. Uh, another article that I read about this where um, it was a guy who worked with Steve Jobs mm-hmm. the last after after this movie you know how the movie ends and then yes 1990 so he he worked with him in the like the last 15 years of his life okay and um, this guy was like this movie doesn't show a Steve Jobs that I recognize at all well which, yeah because he was but yeah. I think it's interesting because the point that this guy brought up was that um, back in the day like when they made Citizen Kane it was called Citizen Kane not Citizen Hearst mm-hmm like now all these movies are based on real people and they're like using the autobiography or not autobiography, but like authorized biographies Mm -hmm. and they're not fictionalizing it, even though it is fictionalized. Yeah. Like there's no way that all these conversations actually happened in the way that they're shown. Right. But still like, it's a good, I can recognize it as a good movie, even though it it takes a lot of liberties. Right. But it's like, it's such a, I think it is an interesting comparison because you know, that's the way it used to be is like we couldn't say and, the real names and, and, and also, we had the, we had that experience with black mass right where black mass did not live up to something like the departed because in the Which departed they were allowed to, they were allowed to take all these liberties but it was still we knew that that was based on whitey bulger right right and and as people who've seen the film i feel like based on what the film does and the progression that everyone takes in that film it would make sense that this person even if it was completely true autobiographically, that, of course, this wouldn't be a different person because we see a character change. We see an evolution of a person. Mm. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I I had a lot of issues with that article, but I thought it it brought up an interesting point. Yeah, that's true. And the whole, like everything's based on a true story now, but it used to be that some of them, some things were based on a true story, uh-huh. but you changed the names and enough details that it's okay to fictionalize. It's okay it. to fictionalize it in the and, way that you do. And now they're not changing names. No. And now people are just looking at it and saying, well, this is wrong. Yeah. This was wrong. Mm-hmm. But as someone who's seen it, and I think Andrew will agree with me, mm-hmm. I think you should definitely go see it. Too. No, no, I definitely want to. And yeah. I think our listeners should definitely see it. It's, it's a film worth seeing. It's, it is well made in every way that it, it, you can classify it. Do you think it would have been better had Fincher and Christian Bale stayed on board, though? Do you think that would have... Like, what do you think would have been different? I like the way that Boyle directed it. Yeah. Fassbender, I assume, was really good. Yeah. It's Michael Fassbender. He, like, he really got into the role. Like, even though it might not have matched what exactly Jobs was, it was, at each time period, it was kind of what it needed to be for... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like, from what I've seen, there's I I don't think I'm not gonna like this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and and Boyle's visual style was it was super well done, mm-hmm. and it's editing and everything. It was cool across the board. Cool. Um, is there anything else on the top ten that you've seen? The uh, Sicario. Mm-hmm. Did you guys do a show about that? Yeah, that's a good it's, movie. It's not out yet. Oh, it's, it's one of bonus? those bonus reviews. Oh, we got it in our pocket. We'll drop it. Anything else that I've like seen? It. Uh, because we've we've seen yeah 
The Martian. Uh, You've seen right, number ten. So I haven't seen anything else but number wow. ten, number wow. one, number four. I th- I'm pretty sure I speak for Andrew too when I say Sicario, Intern, Crimson I've seen all Peak. But three. Uh, so that would be Ghost Dimension, Last Witch Hunter. Nice. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So then you haven't seen Bridge of Spies or no. uh, Paranormal Activity. And Hotel Transylvania. And Hotel Transylvania. Okay. Yeah, I want to see Bridge of Spies. Spe- yeah, it was good. Bridge of Spies. Yeah. Spies was good. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, our good friends Ben Vion Spielberg, right. they reviewed it. Have I they, don't think Benson Have they liked released it? it yet? Yeah, it's out. Uh, they released it like right after Yeah, it came from out. everything I heard, uh, Benson didn't like it. Yeah, he's not, you know, <laughs> he's not the biggest Spielberg fan, but I don't even know if, what that means in relation to this film exactly. Right, right. But that's their show. That's their show. That's what they do. So we'll see. I like Tom Hanks. Oh, man. He's really good in the film. I had to think for half a second on which last name to say. It's mm-hmm. like, Tom, got to cycle it through. <laughs> Not Cruise. The Will other it. one. The one who, who's a nice man. I Will know. it. Tom Waits? Tom Cruise is good. I'm not saying mean things about Tom Cruise. <laughs> I uh, don't know him as a person, but I like his movies. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's it's been a good time for movies. I'm recently. happy. Yeah. I, I, Even I, though I, the box office isn't quite reflecting it, it's... Uh, there's some good stuff out and, there. And I don't know, uh, Ty hasn't seen it, but I have like a document that I go through and <laughs> and just fill stuff out. He's just got so lists of... I've got Beasts of No Nation on here, Crimson Peak, Bridge of Spies. <laughs> I still need to see Walk. I can take Last Week. I haven't seen it either. I mean, it came out for it'll, like a day. It it'll, disappeared. Yeah. It'll, I'll find it somewhere. It walked away. Uh, I want to <laughs> see I want to see Burnt. I want to uh, see that. That's on my list. I want to see Burnt. Because I like c- cooking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and burnt is like uh, chef but actiony yeah and, and i'm like rock, chef was boring rock the casbah i wouldn't think it'd be actiony though i mean he, from the, the, what i saw in the trailer it seems like he just has debts and has yeah, people so hate he his has debts. like gangsters fighting him uh well, and uh, then and then rock rock yeah. the casbah what yeah, was yeah. It, what oh the casbah rock rock the casbah with bill murray yep uh i thought that was gonna make more money and it's i'm not, not surprised it didn't make any list not even here He's been in a bunch of, like, he was in St. Vincent. He's just... St. Vincent made money. Right. That's the thing, though. It was, like, number six when it opened, which but was I, insane. I feel like that's, like, a like a old man, you know, helping out a family. Rock the Casbah is also, like, a weird old man movie. Yeah, but it's also, like, I'm in the Middle East, and I'm hooking up with rebels, and, like, yeah. I don't think that has as much appeal. And I, also, I th- St. Vincent has, what's her name, uh, Melissa McCarthy, and well, she was she's she's still, She was big at the time. Yeah. She's still big. Yeah, she but was she was, that was, like, like, in the beginning I'm, of the wave, though. I know, but that was, like, her peak, like, yeah, oh, yeah. she's in everything, and, and it's now, all like, good. Who else? How many people know who else Spies. is in Rock the Casbah besides Bruce Willis? Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, like, nobody knows. I don't, really but I don't I don't think I saw her in the trailer, though. Yeah, no, she's in the trailer, and then who else? But she, Danny McBride, nobody knows who Danny McBride Bright is unless you watch Eastbound and Down. That's weird because uh, they, were both, they were both they were both in Aloha. Huh? And Aloha didn't do well. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that. Don't I haven't either. Worry. I'm not good. I mean, I still right want now. to, but I just heard that it's dog shit. There's a there's a crazy ending where it looks like a Hawaiian chief knows that a satellite has exploded just by looking at the sky, which is kind of great, but also like terrible. So <laughs> did he look up and he just heard uh, well, he a just, million like, felt, voices cry out? He felt the clouds or something. And then, did he have a single then, tear? And then it was silent. No, he just like he understood and he just nodded and he walked away. Oh, like, okay, it was, <laughs> that's what that is. That's really something. Uh, we'll get some uh, poco. Okay, shaman. Uh, yeah, it was that. That was one of the troubling parts. There's a lot of troubling parts. 
But I think we've said all we needed to say. It was sub 100 million this week, which is the lowest it's been in a while. So yeah. hopefully it'll get back up with Spectre. I mean, I don't think I next th- weekend, but the weekend after that. That's yeah. when Spectre comes. Yeah. So yeah. what's this weekend? Our brand is Crisis. Ah, is yeah. it? That's the big one. Yeah. Look, you fight monsters long enough, you become one. Let's get to it. <laughs> new releases. All right. The new releases on DVD, Blu ray, and TVD. Uh, we're starting out strong. Oh, we're doing the game immediately? The first I'm not, thing. I'm not ready. The first thing on our new new on DVD Blu-ray I'm not ready. release is uh, the game. The the, the game <laughs> Butt Whistle. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... Okay, are we going to call this game Butt Whistle now? Butt Whistle. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, because that is the most ridiculous name of a movie I've ever heard. And that's why I chose it. So... Um, Can we call the game Butt Whistle now? I'm going to give some clues about this. I think we're going to have to. It's canonical now. It's, it's canon. Uh... This is a game that we play where I choose one of the new releases uh-huh. on something, DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, and uh, whoever is here gets to try and guess what's going on with this movie. The brothers. So, uh, oh shoot, I don't have enough information here. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go to IMDb because the uh, the website that I consult, Video ETA, a uh, great website, didn't have a synopsis. What? I just knew from the title, your I was like, favorite, this is good shit. Your favorite one. Oh, boy. What am I even going to give you? Okay, I can give you... Uh, Ty, you'll start. I can give you the uh, tagline for this film. Or... Hmm, I feel like you're going to need so much to even get close to what's going on here. Then give us more information than you normally do. All right, well, I'll tell you it came out in 2014. Oh, how about this? How about you this? Both get yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So give us a little it bit of information out together and then... Okay. Okay. You wow, get that. But Whistle came out 2014. You can either have the tagline or uh, I will tell you. <laughs> how many how many numbers can I give you? Uh, I'll tell you either the tagline or six of the top build actors in this film. Oh, man. I feel like neither are helpful. <laughs> <laughs> er, well, called, the tagline's got to be good. Okay. What's that? Uh, so the movie's called But Whistle came out in 2014. The tagline on the cover, good catch. <laughs> the crazy thing is like I read the synopsis and I went oh okay like, <laughs> I was like I guess um, so what's that about um, wow a musician like a, a jazz flautist who plays with his butt <laughs> that's a pretty that's good guess. guess yeah okay <laughs> that's a pretty good one now Jordan so you know it's called Butt Whistle came out in 2014 tagline is good catch um, I'm going to give you the top six actors on IMDb. Are you ready? Yes. Trevor Morgan. Oh, no. Elizabeth Rice. Annalee Tipton, or Annalee. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but she's a name I recognize. <sighs> Adhere Kalayan. Stella Maeve. And here you go. Ready? Thomas Jane. What? Really? That's the top six actors. You got a lot of info. What are you going to do with it? Butt whistle, good okay, catch. Okay, I know Trevor Morgan. All right, I didn't look up the movie. I looked up the actor because Jurassic Park familiar. Three. Yep. Oh, okay. Butt good for whistle. him. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I'm just gonna go off the wall here. Uh, it's about a a kid, uh, a la what's that movie? Jazz um, flute. No, um, <laughs> you're stuck on jazz flute. Uh, it's uh. What is that? Rookie of the year where he gets uh, his arm hurt and he like can he joins 
the yeah, I think it's baseball uh, league, it's not the Angels, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, it's like that, but it's a kid who like uh, falls on a whistle and gets stuck in his butt, and uh, that's he just so far he joins a like a carnival because his family can't deal with just his butt making noise all the time. <laughs> so they disown him and they throw him out, and he goes to the carnival, and it's just about how he, you know. He realizes that family isn't necessarily something uh, that connects you with blood. It's it's about the people who care about you and are there for you when you need them. And he finds his new family in the carnival. Not even close. So, uh, <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> butt whistle. I honestly don't know why it's called this, even after the synopsis, but get ready. Ogden Confer is a community college student living with his parents and dealing with the recent loss of his best pal, Rose. When he foils the suicide effort of a mysterious young lady, Beth, who proceeds to make him pay for not minding his own business. I love how this is not even like IMDb's uh, summary. This is someone submitted this. Sure. By anonymous. Someone submitted <laughs> yeah, this. What they, Whoever made this movie didn't even care enough to submit. <laughs> a, what did IMDb rate it? Oh, boy. What do we got 4.4 out of 10 yeah, by 4. 168 Whoa. users. I'm starting to feel really bad for Thomas Jane, though. I am starting to feel bad for Annalee Tipton. She was, uh, I liked her in Crazy Stupid Love, but also I may be the only person who likes that film. No, I like that movie. I just don't know who she is. She was the babysitter? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Jesus Christ. Okay. Superstar? I should have given you this clue. <laughs> Are you ready for this? What is that? Ooh. That's one of the stills from the movie. Yeah. All right. I'm sure the, the, that's where she's making his life bad. Um, Okay, I should have given this as a clue. Okay, so there there is a parrot listed in the cast. The name of the parrot is Hold On to Your Hats, everybody. Here it comes. Raina, Windsor, Bunting, Woodbury, Cowling, Chadbourne, Her Royal Highness the Queen House. Um Sutherland. This movie looks real bad. <laughs> Let's continue. This movie looks real bad. <laughs> this movie looks real bad. Thank you, Jordan. It's out on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, this is why you come to Nerd's Eye View for hard-hitting critique like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so moving on. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) The game hit hard and fast early on. Uh, Come back next week for more butt whistles. So, (laughs) DVD and Blu-ray. We also have The Gift. Huh? Huh? It's on my list. I haven't seen it yet. Apparently, it wasn't a gift. Is is that that thriller? Yeah. The horror movie thriller bullshit? Oh, it did really well, critically. What what was his name? Kevin the Weirdo. Yeah. Gordo the Weirdo. Gordo, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We also have Pixels, which I thought we reviewed. Hell I, no. I guess not. I wouldn't let us. I thought it was a bonus. I would rather die on a hill. I thought it was a, a bonus where I just cried for 10 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Did but you guys review it as a bonus? I don't think so. Because uh, I didn't watch remember, it. I, I didn't watch it. No, you watched it because you were like, eh, I got movie pass. And yeah. I, I felt that pain for you. Yeah. There's a movie pass pain. Yeah. Uh, it's like a phantom limb. Yeah. Southpaw. You'll never get it back. Out on DVD and Blu-ray. I still need to see this. I haven't seen it yet either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think they they were going to... They either did or they are going to re-release it in the theaters to try and get some Oscar... Buzz. With it. Buzz. Yeah. With all the other... Like, around uh, like Oscar if it came time, out, they usually... If re- it came out this week, that would be nice because... Yeah? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so then, skipping DVD only, because nothing... DVD's starting to die, guys. I'm getting a little worried. Uh, we have new on Blu-ray. It's a dying format. I think it does right on TV, though. Well, yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, Blu-ray, uh, a film called uh, "The Forbidden Zone." This is a cult classic musical featuring Oingo Boingo yeah, and Hervé Villachez. 
Really? Yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, then also new on Blu-ray, Son of Kong. I ain't never seen it. That's an oldie. And a, uh, oh, what's his name? I have, that's why I have the link here. Uh, a film called The End, which stars, um, why do I got to tap like three times to open a link? Burt Reynolds. iPad. Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise. <coughs> It's a that's, weird. That's a weird great synopsis. pairing that I like. Yeah, I almost used that as the game, but I I liked that we had to guess butt whistle. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. So now we enter our second game in this segment. Uh, new on TVD, uh, Heart of Dixie, the complete fourth and final season. Ty, we will attempt to guess whether or not Jordan has watched Heart of Dixie at all, or any amount of it. I'll take that picture of a dog as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say no, George. I'm, I'm gonna say he's seen so at cute. least an episode. I'm gonna say zero episodes. Wait, did you you never watched the OC, did you? The OC? Yeah. Oh, Rachel Bilson. Is yeah, that yeah. That's your connection. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched a lot of that show. Okay, so I'm gonna say he's seen at least an episode. I'm gonna say n- zero. Hard I would never seen. watch anything that has to do with country. Ah! I oh, hate damn. I hate country music so I'm gonna, much. I'm gonna tell That's you. That's why I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's barely about country music. It's it's like a weird. It wants to be Gilmore Girls. Oh, so it's a soap opera. But it's about a doctor. Yeah, no, I'm good. It's about a lady doctor. Anything, a lady doctor. Like, if if I'm going to watch something at all soap opery, It's not a soap opera. Uh, Gilmore Girls it has is not to, a soap opera. It has to... It's a drama. Dude. ...have something... <laughs> it's, it has to have something in it that's going to hook me, like Arrow. Arrow is gonna say. so melodramatic yeah. soap opera bullshit, <laughs> but they punch people in the face, so I'm good with it. Yeah, Hunter Dixie... Had the charm of a small town. That's that draws me in immediately. Oh, good, I love that. Shit. Uh, I eat it up. Uh, you give me a small town, and I want to live there. Good. <laughs> they have their weird little meetings and like, shows. The that only they put thing on. I want to do to a small town is buy up all the real estate and force everyone to leave. Okay, Walmart. <laughs> Taking their job. No, I'm just I kidding. Was about I, sandwiches. I, I like small Did towns. Good sandwiches. I yeah. like small towns. The best food I've ever eaten is in small towns. Yeah, See? like sandwiches. Best barbecue, small town. Best Thai small town. The diners. Diners Ooh. are amazing. I love diners. We don't have, yeah. like, we've got fake diners out here. We've got Hamburger Dan's. Please they're, and thank you. They're fake diners. Hamburger Dan's is an amazing place. It's magical. No, I haven't and been full there. Full of you'll have, you'll have to convince me. Uh-huh. I, I like the pancakes. This motherfucker. Hamburger uh-huh. Dan's got great pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. False advertisement. Hamburgers. False you, you don't get the salmon at Outback Steakhouse? Advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like salmon. You don't get yeah. the McDonald's sushi? Yeah. It's now on the dollar menu. <laughs> I almost <laughs> asked the dumbest of questions. We already have <laughs> way too much <laughs> We already have way too much mercury poisoning. I ain't going to eat anything out of this sea from a freaking fast food place. Low key, I thought you were going to say murka poisoning. Murka. <laughs> murka poisoning. Murka. I'm actually, uh, this is unrelated to anything, I'm actually a little bit worried that this all-day breakfast situation at McDonald's is going to either delay or eschew uh, the McRib. Have you guys been since they launched? God. Since Jordan, you launched, since they Jordan's launched. I have, I have a problem. I... <laughs> Uh, I don't really like McDonald's food. I worked there in high school, so mm-hmm. uh, that didn't really affect my love for McDonald's. But then as I got older and my body was less able to uh, remove toxins out of my body, uh, poison shit. poison uh, a la McDonald's food uh, hurts me more for yeah. longer periods of time. But I do have a caffeine problem, so I'll gotcha. go there for... Their soda because many times their machines are set up appropriately because it's like a robot. Like, you, have you seen what their drive through? It's they don't even 
fill up drinks themselves anymore. The order comes through and a robot comes in, puts the appropriate cup down, fills it up, and then they just pick it up and put the lid on and give it to you. It's nice. a robot. And because of that, the mixture of... What? Hold on. <laughs> it sounds messy, You're saying though. words and I don't know if you're telling the truth. 100% telling the truth. Telling a crazy story. You walk into a McDonald's and look at their drive through window, there's a big like contraption by I'm the window. I'm very excited for McRib season now because yeah. you're giving me a robot to hang out so, with. So uh, at that point, the, the 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 combination of the syrup and the you know carbonated water yeah. it's mixed appropriately that it tastes really good. Okay. So if you know. look at my bake statement, there's just a dollar seventy two charges, just <laughs> down probably a whole page. Like I'm a sucker for McDonald's breakfast, but since it's all day, I have not been. Like I just I don't. It's, it's McDonald's, the same. It's it's but, the same. It's just uh, any time of the day you want. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know. I can't get behind it. It seems weird. <laughs> but I don't know. that's all I got on that. <laughs> All right, so this episode has been brought to you by McDonald's. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> no, it's yeah. brought to you by Carl's Jr. Get ready for the McRib. We just brought to you by Jack in the Box, because I love Jack in the Box. Call me Jack. Um, all right, I so that's... Jack's tacos? That's it for our new releases on TVD, Blu-ray, and DVD. Uh, coming up, we will be reviewing The Last Witch Hunter right after this. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic, comic Nerds, Nerds Unite! Father? You have tasted more of life than I can ever imagine. But your story has no end. Do you know what it's like to live forever? Your immortality has made you the greatest soldier of the Action Cross. In a war between our world and the next. I've waited my entire life for the opportunity to help you. Well, now's your chance. You want to quit? No, I want to raise. You're a dreamwalker. Get out. I need you to take me to the dream world. It's the only way to fight what's coming. If you die in there, you die out here. And I need you to wake up. You are in a trap! Yeah, you're not qualified for what happens next. that ever walk the earth are here to destroy us. And so it begins. There's some very bad things out there. Who says that a witch can't hunt witches? You know what I'm afraid of?
The Last Witch Hunter, directed by what? Breck Eisner. Is that how you say it? Yeah. I have so much trouble with names. He did the crazies in uh, Sahara. Oh, Oh. cool. Uh, It's written by a couple of people, but (laughs) most notably Vin Neasel's in it and uh, her lady, the Duchess Rose Leslie. Uh, I love how you're really into that. I have really loved that she's actually royalty. Uh, <laughs> and, and Michael Caine. And Elijah Wood. And Elijah and Wood. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, this just came out, and we're reviewing it. Thank you for the update. I did it. <laughs> uh, Do I get a star now? So this film is about... <laughs> uh, Vin Diesel plays... Do you want me to just say? Col- it's right Col- here. It's Colder? one sentence. Calder? The last witch hunter is all that stands between humanity and the combined forces of the most horrifying witches. I try to summarize it in history on my own. <laughs> Solo. That no, was a good movie too. No I like Solo. No, I. Did anybody else see Solo? That was a good action movie back in the day. Solo. Solo. Yeah. Well, Mario Van Peebles. Yeah. <laughs> I was One of the first of... movie I ever seen him in. <laughs> I was thinking of the, solo, the soloist is what I thought yeah. of. And I, I like thought, that one too. That's, weird. Yeah. that's also not this movie. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Vin Diesel, he's an ageless... Colder with a K. Yeah, colder. Oh, I actually didn't know, because it was like colder? Colder? Colder. Like temperature? Mm -hmm. Like cauldron without the... Cauldron? At the end. I like it. And with a K. Uh, He's immortal. from the 1200. a witch has cursed him. Right. And also because of that... uh, He's 800 years old. Yeah, and there's like a whole secret society of witches that is controlled uh, in a way... Right there's there's uh, there's a council of witches. There's a council of witches that work with the order of the axe and cross mm-hmm. to keep a truce, so that way you're uh, saying all the words I like. Which is well, this is from the movie. I know, but it makes uh, me happy. Uh, <laughs> to make sure that there's a which is beeped. You're oh beeping? yeah. Well, it's because he's got he's got sound canceling. Oh jeez, it, it was his watch. Uh, To keep a truce, because in order for witches to not be exterminated by the order, Mm -hmm. they want to just... Witches can exist as long as they don't do anything that goes against human beings, like... Yeah. Stuff like that. And so they're they're like little secret societies. Yeah, what I'm going to tell you, Calder is basically the James Bond of witch hunting. Yeah. And it's... I loved that setup. He's he's referred to as a weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the setup where Michael Caine is M. Michael Caine. You know, it's like this... Yeah, but because he's immortal, what's interesting is... is and there are several M's because cool. as soon as one Please. gets old enough, they retire. Yeah. And so he's the Michael Caine's the thirty-sixth, yeah. and then Elijah Wood is the thirty-seventh. Yeah, because he's Michael Caine retires. Think of it more of a Constantine, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, this, this uh, I'll go. I'll get into it later. Yeah, but there's so there's you know there's magic, there's witches, there's mm-hmm. religious symbolism a little bit. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah. There's James um, Bond, Aston Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That's probably what did it for you. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of gags. And his secret room. I kind of like all the gags. Well, his not-so-secret room, because that door is... Yeah, that door is Unmistakable. Like, Hello, yeah. look at me. But any in the center stu- of the room, too. Any stewardess who comes into his house would just be like, hmm, what is that? that fucking creepy door you what's got in over there? there? <laughs> no, because he like looks at them and knows their history. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're around long enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's where he keeps his cloaks. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one goes in there. Yeah. <laughs> There, well, yeah, there was a bit. Did you guys see the, um, what was it, the Bambi sketch on Saturday Night Live? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
What the, the what they did with him as Thumper. Oh, where it's The Rock. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely But they had Vin that. Diesel as Thumper. Yeah. And there's a line that he says in that that he pretty much says in the movie, and oh, I man. lost my shit. What was it? Because uh, uh, in the tr- in the, the sketch, he says, I'm always thumping. That's what they call him, Thumper. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in the movie, he's like, I'm always hunting. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my mind. Yeah, you always make fun of him that you can't understand him. He was perfectly I can understand audibly him, legible like, in this movie. Yeah, yeah he's really good. He, I think okay, I'll say this. I... <laughs> I thought I was gonna fucking hate this movie. Like mm-hmm. I just, I, I would, I was not. I don't want. I don't want to. I just mm-hmm. didn't want it. And I was like, okay, this is, I don't. I didn't regret seeing it. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but I'm always. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's doing better. He's all right. Yeah, he's good. I like that he's in something that's non-fast and Thank furious. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Because how many, like, he's done more movies than those movies, but nobody really knows what they are. Right, it, right. It's kind of interesting because they do get, make a point of giving him, like, a nice car that would go fast, but there's no chase scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, huh. it's, uh, Which is fine. The only time you see it go fast is at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm going to say I'm a sucker for fantasy movies. Oh, I'm this a was, real sucker. I saw this trailer, and I was like, this is everything I want. <laughs> well, the trailer has a please, flaming sword, and I was please, like, yeah. Please give it to me. Uh, uh, and I'll he bring has like a little catchphrase when he starts the sword up. Um, his, his battle. His he, battle. He's like, when steel meets fire. No. Was it iron, uh, iron no. and fire? Iron and fire, uh, which yeah. is actually... Uh-oh, here we go. Historically inaccurate. You know, it's historically accurate, oh, okay. Because according to all myth and legend, any magic-based creature, the only things that can kill them are iron oh, and yeah. fire because those are the uh, like most opposite of magic. Because iron is created by taking natural things and distorting them into hmm. something else. So it's a man-made thing. And then fire is obviously you know yeah. religiously tied to, tied to uh, human But that's kind of interesting... I think a lot of the symbolism tied to the witches in this film was very nature-based. Yes, uh, which was the opposite of religion. That's what I really liked yeah. because, you know, witches have always been seen as like a Wiccan thing, as an unnatural thing or evil or whatever. But they make it very clear throughout the through this movie that they are just a natural order, that they are something that exists mm-hmm. with nature and that the elements, the things that they use to create magic are inherently, you know, powerful but power can be used for good and evil. You know, it's not inherently evil. But there is inherently oh, yeah, he evil magic. He does have a magic. line where he's like, the thing about the elements, <laughs> they're, they're not evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a line, I think. If you guys want to just sit here and parrot <laughs> Vin Diesel's can lines I? from the movie, I can just I mean, I was going to do that. Head out. I know. Felt like I wrote well, half you're half. just going to do the same ones over and over Yeah, again. but he's only <laughs> haunting. No, I felt like I, I had written half the script because they would do setups and I'd know the punchlines. Right. Because it wasn't like... The most ingenious script well, ever. Oh no, the script was nothing amazing. Yeah, I don't. Although, I don't. But gummy bear trees, though. I, I mean, really dug the gummy bear. Yeah. Gummy bear tree. I was wondering oh, what God. if there was going to be any payoff to that, and there really wasn't. Well, it just it, the, it the goes, idea was that he protects children. Well, it's also that think about you know different uh, like Hansel and Gretel. I was yeah, thinking yeah, of that. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is. It's the witch. Uh, yeah, the witches would bring children in for sacrifices or whatever evil thing they had in mind, mm-hmm. and they would use candy. That is a long-running myth. Mm-hmm. So to see that visually as a modern-day thing, that was really cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I, I wanted more You're payoff. So- that was all. Well, I, I liked when he got in there, and it was like super. Fu- he got into the that area. The he was chasing a guy, and it uh-huh. was super creepy. Yeah, and, and that was cool. See what I, what I like about that scene is it doesn't lead to a payoff. It hints at the the wider nature. The same way 
that uh, John Wick hints at oh, a sure. wider history of a hitman society mm. in this underground world. Mm. That is hinting at a long history of witches doing bad stuff oh, yeah, like doesn't that. Doesn't even bring up um, at one point. So he teams. He has to team up with a witch because uh, because she is she's has special powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they have a conversation about witches and she brings up Salem and he's like, yeah, you know, they weren't witches, right? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I love that. Innocent. That's that's like, uh, they're, yeah. they're taking weird history bits and like, yeah, he was there. So he knows. So yeah, he would that's know. That's kind of fun to me. Yeah. Um, let's talk about her. Rose Leslie. Is that her real name? Yes. She played Chloe. Chloe. Yeah. Um, I really liked her introduction. Uh, I loved because it was just like he was like I need a witch to help me and then they cut to like the witch bar and yeah. I loved the witch bar the witch bar was great I loved the witch bar like they're handing she's handing out spells that look like drinks but they're all shiny and mm-hmm. making symbols yeah they're and potions shit. Yeah. yeah it's that's she's a brewer and like the potions. lights are like magic lights oh, I like, loved it everything was magic based and like but it was a bar so it was kind of like I love the visual stuff but no one there it's as she you know he comes in and then she's like no there, one here everyone yeah, here is a witch yeah so there I'm are not no humans laws right yeah I know I've I've never you have a code and I haven't done anything wrong yeah Whereas everyone else is so scared, they all peace out because she owns the place. Like at first, I thought she just worked there, but it makes sense that she stays because she owns the bar. Yeah, they mentioned that later for sure that she owns the bar. (laughs) And they also um, in that scene they they kind of play up the idea that he is a myth. Yeah, like he like he's a story that's told you know through witch families. Yeah, to keep Mm. their kids in line. Yeah, which do something bad. I kind of like that they build up his myth as well as cuz we already know like witch myth is like a thing that's, you know. Right. We know, but like his myth is like they just invented this for this movie, so they got to make it, you know, real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I had a good time. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Even no. though I I mean we'll get into it in the discussion. The ending's a little bit wonky for me. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. And there but there's like some real good, I'm going to say some real good like solid reveals where um, it was information that made sense. Like there wasn't stuff where it was like, "Oh, that's weird." Like, why is that? And mm-hmm. It's like, "Oh, okay." No, uh, I don't know. Uh, Michael Caine's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's appropriately Michael Caine. Uh, Could have been more Michael Caine though, but well, I understand course. why there. There's reasons for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so. I mean, he's in the movie. There's just not a lot of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked. I could have done with more detectivey detective stuff. Right, right, I thought right. That was cool. I would have liked to have seen more how he, because he, he's obviously a detective slash bounty hunter, right? Yeah. So it would have been cool to see, because they talk about it a little bit uh, in the scene where they show that the room was uh, enchanted, so that way they couldn't see how it actually looked. Mm-hmm. The room. Where, I, we'll get okay, into it in discussion. Gotcha. But, but murder investigation. Yeah. yeah, so we get to see a little bit of how he does his process. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen more of that. Yeah, because I was like, I mean... As far because it's supposed to be like an action fantasy, but it was the most non-actiony action movie like this that right. I've seen, and that kind of—I mean, it's not a, it doesn't break it for me, but I would—I just wanted him to push it a little bit further, like yeah. just more. That's of that. al- that's also how it kind of reminded me of Constantine because there's not a lot of action in Constantine, but a lot of the stuff that's like where Constantine spent its time, I feel like they spent it better than they did in this movie. Okay, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of scenes that are dissimilar or exactly the same. Like yeah. the whole the scene in in her bar, like that's Papa Midnight all day, like. <laughs> well, although Papa Midnight, they have running a bakery. They wait, do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's another thing too. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want to get into that. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. we can just hit in it now and talk about it in discussion. <clears throat> yeah. But 
Uh, yeah, just I a mean, little bit more. Just push it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad movie. I kind of want to no. say, though, the um, I didn't really care for the, I guess I'll call him the sub-villain. Oh, the, the warlock? Guy. Yeah. No. Oh. I didn't really care for him. He yeah. could have been more interesting or something. I, yeah, I don't he know was what was just, missing. He was there just was a something dude. something missing there, He right? wasn't a dude. We didn't get his... Every other character, I felt like they were well-rounded and we got their motivations and why they were doing what or they were doing. Or they had doing. strong ties to something. Yes. Yeah. Some some cause, whatever. Mm. For him, he was just like, no, I want to bring back her. Like yeah. There was nothing else that made them interesting. We didn't see any of his backstory. He was just a, a dude running around yeah. destroying And there stuff. wasn't really even that much menace out of him, too. Yeah. So to be like... He would just like show up, To be the shit. dude or the right hand of the dude and yeah. just to be... Yeah, you he, he would just wreck stuff and leave. Yeah. There was nothing really interesting about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then... So I think know. they could have either had less of him or made him more interesting. Yeah. I think they just could have made him more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, that's really minor mm-hmm. in the long run. Yeah. Because there's, you know, all the other stuff going on. I do want to talk about the Witch Queen. Because yeah. we see her early on. Right. Um, Beginning of the movie. Yeah. That's the... Uh, we, we are introduced to how the witch, the last witch hunter is immortal. Uh, and it's it's a curse from the Witch Queen... And what I really enjoy about her is that even though, like, she's, like, there's, like, a, uh, I don't know if it's, like, a, a trend or what, whatever's going on. Like, she's the witch queen, and even though, like, you can tell she's a woman, she's not, like, crazy sexy. She's, like, really gross. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, like, I think that was kind of cool. She's not sexualized. She's not, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's not, like, a... Like a seducing witch. It was just like a like yeah. She's a witch, and also she she's will, malicious. She will burn you alive. Yeah, well. like she's a terrifying creature. No, no. Are you okay, Jordan? You having a lot of troubles over there. My nose is your incredibly nose incredibly itchy. I don't know why my nose is so itchy. I'm worried about you. <laughs> I'm falling apart. I know. Have you got a curse? Literally, I'm seeing the doctor uh-huh. on Wednesday. The witch doctor. No, a real one. <laughs> I'm having abdominal pain. Uh-huh. I might have to push back my trip. Oh, no. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, go see the movie. Yeah. yeah. If I you're into fantasy movies, I think this does a good job. It, yeah. The, the CG, like... It's not been the ta- greatest. But it's not super bad. Yeah. Like, I think it was it's produced on the lower uneven. end, though, of, like, the budgets But go, they did a good know? job with what yeah. they had. Like, I, yeah, I couldn't tell. Like, nothing in it visually was shitty. Yeah. So, I mean, if it was made for 10 bucks, it didn't look like it. It, 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 it was uh, the same as, what were both of those uh, presidential Save the President movies that came out at the same time? One with Jamie Foxx and... and uh, White House Fallen and White House Down. Yeah, both yeah. of them had really c- shitty CGI. Oh, yes. Like, as a movie, those are both fun to watch. But the CGI, whenever you saw something that was made in a computer, yeah. looked horrible and immediately pulled you out of the experience. Mm. <laughs> that never happened in this movie for me. And no. it's a film that relies a lot on CG. Well, there were some parts where, uh, I, don't, I don't think it was the CG's fault, but it was CG shots and I didn't understand how the magic was working. Oh. But I think that's just, I was like, too, way too concerned about the loss of the magic. <laughs> yeah. I'm just a super weirdo who really cares about that kind of yeah, thing. Obviously. <laughs> And so when I see magic happening, I, I think, oh, wait, uh, so that looks like this. And what does that mean? <laughs> and is it killing them? Like that kind of thing. You're adorable. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was enjoyable. Uh, you know, I'll watch a sequel, right? They yeah. could do one. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, That'd be cool if they action it up, maybe. <laughs> yeah, action yeah. up the sequel. Yeah. Well, there was there was a. I mean, let's it, do some globe. This is also hopping <laughs> action sequel to this. I mean, basically, this is an origin story. Yeah. Without feeling too much like one. That's why I'm not hating on it too much because there's still room for it to grow into something. Like if this was the first movie in a trilogy in which yeah. this was like the opening of this world, it would totally make sense. Yeah. The ratio of action to storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm happy with it. All right, I think let's wrap up this review. Uh, any final thoughts? No. Watch the movie. Yeah, let's go I mean, into it's the worth a watch. At least a rental. Yeah, it's fun. At the yeah. very least. Yeah, even yeah. if you don't go into theater, it's definitely it's something very different from this actor, and it's it's good. Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. <laughs> what's uh, what's new in theaters, Andrew? Our brand is Crisis. Is Crisis. it? Uh, Look, if you fight monsters long enough. Yeah. Also, <laughs> the Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Also, in limited release, Freaks of Nature. And in limited release, Love. Yeah, it would be in limited release. Uh, Before we play Guess the Ending, uh, let's give out some thanks to our good friends, Silent Partner, whose theme song, Sophomore Makeout, we got from the YouTube Audio Library. Oh, what? Thanks, YouTube Audio Library. Go to youtube.com slash audio library. Also, our logo was done by Justin Kizon of Agents of Guard. You can find... His writings and more at agentsofguard.com. I know that guy. Yeah, he's also on Benview on Spielberg, a what? Benview Network podcast. And they did Bridges Spees. And they did Bridges Spees. Um, you know, you should also check out other Benview Network podcasts like Shut Up Leonard. It's myself and Matt Benson talking about community. Uh, we're still in season three, and that's, that's the last season for us because uh, we did all the others. Uh, so it's been a long journey, but it's coming coming down to the wire. Uh, another podcast you should check out, Pick Your Path. Uh, it's a choose-your-own-adventure-style podcast, uh, fully scripted-out stories uh, where you, the listener, get to decide how they go uh, with chapters like an audiobook. Just go to bendynetwork.com slash PYP or look up Pick Your Path on your local podcast app. <laughs> That's a word, right? <laughs> it is a word. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about optograb.org and readwave.com and his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. Uh, that's Thomas Willich. Just go to optograb.org for more information. Uh, in fact, I believe he's currently doing his countdown of all the uh, Treehouse of Horror segments from The Simpsons. Because he's obsessed with The Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. Uh, I'm sure that's a fun read. Go check that out. Uh, what, are you, what are you up to over there, Jordan? Oh, yeah, I do things. Um, like what? I'm, uh, <laughs> Saturday is Halloween. So you if, don't say if I don't if I don't have anything going on, uh, I'll probably be playing Halo. <laughs> <laughs> Was that supposed to be sad? Well, I don't know. I'd rather not be in my house on uh, Halloween, but it might happen. Right, do, does your house give out candy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Twitch.tv backslash Gamer Salt Weekly. Saturday, 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, or earlier i don't know follow um at ga weekly on twitter and if the times change it'll be posted there all right ty what are you promoting this week <laughs> uh you're making balloon animals in the park on on saturday i'm trying to think of something super weird <laughs> that i can promote <laughs> the last time you hear you had something to do with sandwiches that, that's usually my go-to i'm trying to i'm trying to trying to change it up uh man uh making balloon sandwiches in the park is go. what i'm doing on Saturday, for the, no, that's creepy. Uh, yeah, no, nothing. I got nothing. Sandwiches. <laughs> okay then. 
you should check out all the great podcasts on the Benview Network. Benviewnetwork.com. Uh, you know, just go look at it. <laughs> just do put that. it. Put it in your ears. Uh, our website is interviewpodcast.com. Our email us interviewpodcast at gmail.com with any uh, notes or or addendums or you know correct us because that's a thing that people do on the internet. They you love to correct people. Yeah, don't do that though. You, you won't. Do I mean, it. yeah, don't do that. But also, <laughs> go ahead. But also, don't. You won't do it. Mostly don't. I mean, it's the internet's free, so I guess whatever. Don't do it. Uh, and on all the Twitter things at Interview Podcast at Benview Network, and I'm at Podcaster Andrew. I'm at True Valk. And Ty again, no internet for him. Yeah, I'm, I'm on my phone. <laughs> you can see me out in the world, places, doing stuff. Um, <laughs> all right. So now it is time for guess the ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Ta-da! And I'm up first, and I've got Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse, directed by Christopher Landon, starring T. Sheridan, Logan Myler. Well, you guys can't take my jokes and just Joe Mergen. Oh my goodness! And Sarah Domal. Domal. All right, here we go. Three scouts on the eve of their last campout discover the true meaning of friendship when they attempt to save their town from a zombie outbreak. Whoa! I mean, zombies in the title. So it's like. All right, oh. so there are three scouts. It'd be really good if zombies were in the title and there's no zombies in the film. Well, uh, like a butt whistle with no butt whistle. You have to watch it. To, <laughs> that's the thing. Um, I'm not going to watch it. So Scout's Guide to the Zombie curious. Apocalypse. Three scouts. So it's their last camp out because they're getting their eagle badge. Eagle scout thing. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't work that way, but we'll just say it does. Yeah. Mm. And um, so the true meaning of friendship. So the they're having a falling out. Um, they're all they're all moving on in their lives to other things. Uh, one of them, of course, is a diehard scout. He's going to keep on, even though he's an eagle, right? Can they do that? Sure. Uh, do what you, are you do, asking? Does anyone at this table know anything about Boy Scouts? Uh, yeah, no. I, I almost hit eagle. What's up? <laughs> I just I quit going to church to that place. So that there after went you the, hit eagle, can you just keep going, or what do you do? Yeah, yeah, you go there as kind of a mentor figure. You help okay. other people get so their badges. One of the three friends in the ranks. is going to keep doing it. So he's the older. Other, it, it also correlates with your 18th birthday. So he would be older. Yeah, they're all, they're all, yeah, they're they're all 16, 17, and the 17 year old is almost 18, and he's gonna, he's gonna stay there and keep doing it. The other two are planning on moving on with their lives. Nice. Uh, one of them has a girlfriend. The other two don't. And the of the third course. one's gonna move. He's gonna move. Oh. Far away. So this is why they want to get this done before he leaves. Yeah, and uh, and so they discover the true meaning of friendship because they all work out their differences, and also they use their scout skills uh, to stop stop or fight zombies. Um, they they manage to you know uh, uh, crowd people in the town into various safe areas. Oh. Uh, they they have their secret whistles and signals that they use to each other that the zombies don't understand because they're zombies. And um, one of them makes a compass, and then the, the, his friend goes, what's that for? And he throws it at the zombie, and it kills him. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's a gag that they do, of course, because nice. that's the only thing I know about Boy Scouts is they know how to make compasses. Um, and you know what? The crazy thing is um, this zombie outbreak, uh, I mean, they saved their town, but it's still like, like World War Z style. It's still happening like everywhere. 
So they, the one that stays on with the scouts, like he helps them make a zombie killing badge, and um, you know, he he leads he leads the groups uh, across the nation to help fight zombies. <laughs> I honestly didn't have an ending in mind. When no, obviously, I started here. Uh, but I think I've reached one, so I'm going to stop talking, <laughs> and someone else is going to start theirs right about now. Freaks in Nature, directed by Robbie Pickering, starring Mackenzie Davis, Ed Westwick, Chris Zelka, and Vanessa Hudgens. In the town of Dilford, humans, vampires, and zombies were all living in peace until the alien apocalypse arrived. Now, three teenagers, one human, one vampire, and one zombie... We'll have to team up to figure out how to get rid of the visitors. <sighs> um, sure. Uh, they're going to get rid of the aliens after a long process where um, they kind <clears> of <throat> get out of town the way you would in Red Dawn because they're watching everyone else get rounded up by these aliens. They're seeing that the vampires can't do anything to them. Um, there's super speed and uh, invisibility, and you know you can turn into a, a vampire or whatever. Uh, can't uh, get away from them or defeat them. They see the zombie just get eviscerized, like uh, dissolved, if you will. And of course, the human is weak and feeble, so nothing works there. So what they do is they develop a plan uh, based on an ancient myth to combine all their powers, and instead of calling Captain Planet, they uh, just each turn themselves into hybrids of humans, vampires, and zombies. And the reason they do this is they use the special powers of the vampire, uh, you know, the lightning fast speed and regenerative uh, regenerative abilities and all this stuff. Uh, they combine that with uh, the human's ability to, uh, I don't know, be weak and feeble, <laughs> and uh, the zombie's ability to take a bunch of damage but not get killed. Um, so it's like this weird undead, undead, like thing that looks like a human tiny hulk so <laughs> maybe maybe that's what the human side does is it makes it that doesn't look like a vampire doesn't look like a zombie but has the abilities of both hmm, super strong super so it's sexy. like a, it's like a chameleon thing going on um and they use those powers to just overrun the aliens and um kind of uh absorb them in so by the end of the movie uh, they don't really defeat the aliens, but they uh, like assimilate them and get them uh, kind of used to Earth and placate them. So that way, uh, the the problem with a lot of alien invasion stuff is you're like, well, if you defeat the aliens here, aren't they just going to send more? Right? It doesn't really fix the problem. Yeah. It just yeah, it's not prolongs like they the. They just sent an inevitable. army. They didn't send like here's the whole of our population. Yeah, yeah. you kill these, yeah. more are going to arrive, especially if the scouts don't come back, because that's usually the case. The aliens that show up are not the in, the bulk of the people there. They're just the, the forward force. So uh, they they placate them. They get them used to Earth. They make them realize that they can live in harmony. And uh, they then hybridize them back into it. So now they are a species of humans, zombie, vampire, and alien. And they take this and they kind of spread them out to the whole Earth. So now instead of a mix of all these races they are now all combined and they uh work with the aliens to now send the crew of these hybrid people back up and they send them back to colonize the aliens so that way not only are we saving earth but we are now opening up a way for you know when overpopulation happens we can now have another another plan to go to and and the ability to travel the stars 
so it. it's like it's like first contact and, and uh, move in the right direction peaceful it's pretty good actually <laughs> written by bono yep. sounds like save like the one, world one nation and all that you yeah. know uh ooh, i can't follow either of those <laughs> 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 uh i got love uh what is this directed by gaspard noe no no Goofy yeah. no no uh starring aomi my good god yeah you got they're some all, good names they're here they're french Mayak, Carl Glissman, Clara Kristen, Juan Savadra. It's a lot of A's. Okay. Um, it's a lot of A's. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of A's. Getting it. Uh, Murphy is an American living in Paris who enters a highly sexually and emotionally charged relationship with the unstable Electra. Red flag number one. Uh unaware of the effect it will have on the relationship they invite their pretty neighbor into their bed what's up um i mean i feel like anybody who knows anything just electra don't date people named electra ever you know just it's not she's either gonna die or just gonna ruin your life so i mean he figures this out really quickly and it's like yo this tree some business was fun but uh, i'm going back to freedom land nice get some freedom fries oh freedom yeah kiss and then the credits roll you know, it's a cautionary tale, and it's a short one, as it should be. Like all good ones are. Yeah. All right, then. So uh, I guess we can end the guessing. <laughs> Yay. And uh, just wrap this right on up. Next week, uh, I mean, I guess we're going to review our band. Our brand, our band is crisis. Our band is crisis. Our band is in crisis. Yep. Because it's a brand. And, and we don't it, have it anymore. We don't have it anymore. <laughs> Um. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not super excited. No. But I mean, it's a movie I'm gonna watch. The pro- like, at least that sounds interesting. I don't know if that'll be showing anywhere soon. If there's something it's better than our band, our band is in crisis. <laughs> then we're gonna go see that. Yeah. You should just call that movie Creed. I mean, what? What? I mean, there are movies out that we didn't review, right? Yeah, but we we were saving those for a bonus. Yeah, no, we'll there's nothing on here. I don't know, man. Yeah, we could. I mean, we'll have a bunch of bonus episodes to release. Just take a little nap. Yeah, we can take some time <laughs> off before Spectre, because Spectre is the next week, right? Yeah, I think that's the problem, is that everything pales in comparison to Spectre. So right? I know whatever I'm seeing yeah. this week is just going to be like, guys, just go home, wait until next week. <laughs> Obviously, because look what's coming out this week. Like, it's yeah. there's nothing well, really it's, exciting. It's Halloween releases, you know. Kind of. Well, because it's on a weekend. When yeah. Halloween's on a weekend, it, everything gets all crazy. <laughs> so yeah, come back next week. You know, we'll have something. Yeah, something sure. will be here if for you. If our band isn't in crisis, then uh, you'll get something good. Yeah, we got uh, some stuff. So until then, oh, and remember, if you stay after the little song that's about to play, then you will hear our discussion. Oh yeah, it's a good one too. Where we get all crazy in depth. We on get we get into the nitty gritty. Yeah. We don't we don't break it down too far. Like usually in discussion, we'll talk about like plot devices and script problems but we were just kind of like let's talk about these scenes mm-hmm. which was nice mm-hmm. because this wasn't a very cerebral movie mm-hmm. yeah it yeah was, it was just buckle up here we go you're always hunting I lo- <laughs> love <laughs> loved it. uh all right so until next time this has been episode 248 of nerds i view i'm andrew i'm ty and i'm jordan and remember listeners if someone comes to you with a glass full of something that's glowing and says, I'm going to help you with your dreams, don't trust them. Because they're suited dudes.
times you get up and talk, and like say one thing about yourself. <laughs> I'm like, I've died. I've almost. I've died once, and almost died five times. Yeah, I usually just say I love Gilmore Girls. <laughs> is that is that the same? Well, that's because you're trying to. That's because you're trying to get every girl in the class to go. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get into this discussion. Uh, Papa Midnight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll so, talk about that. Papa a, Butterfly. A lot of the, the Constantine stuff, just like, <sighs> man. There's a lot of parallels. I mean, yeah. it, this almost feels like it, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, Constantine could walk into a scene and I'd be totally cool with it. Yeah. Like which feel like which if, would be great. Yeah. Like, if this existed before Constantine, uh-huh. then it'd be, I'd be more about it. Because just everything about this genre, I don't like. Mm. But oh. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. Huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, what city was Constantine based in? New York. In? Yeah, this so is the same York city. Well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Actually, well, no, no. Constantine was L.A. Was it? Yeah, it was yes. L.A. Oh, so good. imagine that this is the same universe where... Yeah, we've got, opposite sides we've of got Cauldron or whatever the hell's name is. Calder. <laughs> yeah. in, in New York. And we've got Constantine in L.A. Yeah. That'd be but, cool with me. That's the thing, because I mean, the stuff that I like about Constantine that they did in that was really cool, but mm-hmm. I didn't like the whole religious angle. And then this movie yes. didn't have that, but it didn't. It yeah, didn't there was have religion, but it was like separate. Yeah, 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 because yeah, because they had the whole Michael Caine being a priest and all that stuff, but right. they didn't get all preachy with their stuff. It was just yeah. like, like this is just part of it. Religion existed and it's set up this way. Yeah. But they, our main character doesn't give a crap about it. Yeah, it's yeah. just because it's old institutions. That's yeah. That's where it's based in. Yeah. Um, I, I want to take my Bond uh, comparison further, and there was definitely a scene, I don't remember where it, when it happened, but there was a scene where I, I looked, and the three main characters we had, we had Vin Diesel as James Bond, Elijah Wood was Q, and, uh, and you know, Rose Leslie was whatever Bond girl they decided yeah. for that film, and yeah. I, was, I was into it. Yeah, I liked good. Because Elijah Wood had, there was some scene where he was, oh, he was in a turtleneck, and I oh, was God. like... Oh, that yeah. for me was actually the indicator. Like something's fishy with this dude. Just I don't know what it is. Turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. turtleneck's not like, cool. You're shady as hell. The only person a and a white turtleneck. The only <laughs> hey, yeah. the only person who can wear a turtleneck is Steve Jobs. Yeah. No, Otherwise, you're know. a bad dude. Yeah. I know, but he had a black turtleneck. Mm-hmm. You know, and glasses. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that turn. So I didn't see that coming at all. Am me I alone? Either. The turtleneck. I'm not even joking. I sw- that was That's like the an only indicator script for me. hint. I did not trust him. Yeah, because it got to the point because he's in it. Like he's believable as someone wanting to help. Yeah, well, because they they turn around. His origin is that Calder saved him as a child from witches burning his family and house down. And then when he he reveals himself to be evil, he's like, "Yeah, that house you saved me from. Those witches were mar- were my parents. Yeah. I was born without magic." And I thought. Well, that's like weird, but I and I'd really like to know more about that, <laughs> like that, right? Would you like to know more? I would like to know. Click more. here. Thank you. <laughs> Click. What's on the page, Jim? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. I just wanted to make a Starship Troopers reference. Um, also, I mean, I thought I don't know. Maybe it makes sense because the the Witch Queen is evil, but she somehow like promised him magic. No, she didn't. He came in assuming that it? if he helped. She would help him, mm. but of course she's not. She's yeah. a witch. She cares about magic. He doesn't have magic, and she even says like, "You can't turn copper into gold." Mm-hmm. But I was fine with the whole like just it being what it was, like the the reveal of that, and then not really knowing anymore. Because at that point, he deserves like, what he bye. gets. 
So yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. And yeah. of course, she's not going to help. She's an inherently evil character. Yeah, yeah. she's not going to have compassion. Do you think if he was actually a witch with magic, she would yes. not kill him? Yes. Yeah, because she wanted to kill humans. She would add him to the prisoner wall yeah. of making the bugs. Yeah, that's crazy. She was, Jesus Christ, that was like crazy. That was a cool all scene. the yeah, all the prisoners in the wall became mm-hmm. her, her like channeling chain of whatever. Yeah. yeah, crazy shit. Um. What else was I going to say? Oh, so I was crazy sad when Michael Caine died. But oh. then then they were like, oh, he's not dead. And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I was like really happy. Um, I wish I was in the theater to watch him stand <laughs> up and put his hands up in the air. Like, yes! like Hiro Nakamura. Uh-huh. Yatta. Yep. Anyway. Uh, yeah, like that was really cool. And I was super glad. And then that's, there was a little piece of information there that I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um because they, they said if you kill the warlock who did this to him, then the spell is broken. Right. And that's where I was like, wait a second. So how is Calder immortal? Because that spell was put on him and that which is That's the, the hint. That was, that's that the was moment. where I was like, wait a second. That's the moment when yeah. you realize that she's not dead. Yeah. Well, she's not fully dead. It's, right. She's like trapped As long as her heart exists, yeah. she can be brought back to life. Yeah. And as long as her heart exists, he's immortal. Right? Did they ever tell yeah. us what happened with the heart too? Because I don't really, I didn't, I don't know just, where it was. Any resolution it Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, so it was, it like was probably somewhere in the order that he didn't know about, but they make a reference to it that he was uh, that Michael Caine was going to try and destroy it. Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, at he, the end, he they... obviously had it. Yeah, no, but, but I'm saying that's how they got it in the first place. Yeah, yeah. there was something weird with um in that scene where we first meet Elijah Wood and he's like looking at an envelope. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's he sending? Right. But it didn't look big enough to have the heart in it, so I wasn't sure. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. But for me, uh, that was I. We we realize at that point that uh, the warlock had the heart as soon as he took Michael Caine. He tortured him, found out where the heart was, took it, and then from there, the warlock is just amassing everything he needs to do the ritual. He yeah. finds the sacrifice. He finds like all the grave dirt and so he gets whatever at herbs. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, but I like that we don't know that as an audience, and Vin Diesel doesn't know it either as a character. That he's just trying to stop this one warlock, and then. Find like I like that it's not oh they're trying to bring her back from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. There's he's got his own motivations, which is nice. It, it becomes a plot to save the world, but it's not that from the get go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's nice. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought that was good. Um, so yeah, I was I uh, there was one thing that I was a bit troubled by. So we meet this witch council, mm-hmm. and then the next time we see them, they're all dead. Yeah, right. And I was like, why? Why couldn't they have taken on the queen witch, or why couldn't we have seen that fight? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, think, I would I assume think, like seven or eight witches are powerful enough to at least hold her back for ten minutes. But they're like, also that'd but be they're, a cool fight. But they're also witches that might be powerful in their own right, but no one's studied evil magic or at least have supposed to have been studying evil magic for 800 years. Like I think they were just he, there. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying they're, they're talking about spells and enchantments and stuff that no one's seen in 800 years. Yeah. So aside from this warlock who's, who's a part of a, I guess a political party, if you will, mm-hmm. of, of witches who want to bring her back, who would be practicing these spells, like no one, I mean, as someone who reads a lot of fantasy, if, if you're not aware of a spell or if you're not aware of how it's done, then most of the time you're not going to be aware of how to counteract it, right? So mm-hmm. this queen comes back all powerful, all evil, doing a type of magic that is unnatural, that mm-hmm. doesn't exist within the four elements, that is inherently evil. Yeah, uh, These witches who in their lifetime haven't seen that type of evil, 
I don't know that they would be able to protect themselves at all. You're talking about the council, right? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like they were just there as, because we didn't see them like twice, they're, right? They're political representatives. I think they're just there really. as a plot device too, though, because remember when she's reading her little tarot cards or whatever, and he's at, like, like why, why aren't you going further into this? Like, why aren't you asking these questions? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like your first indicator that something isn't, like and these people know more they're than too, they're telling him. They're too complacent. Yeah. They should. They yeah, should. Yeah, I thought more. they would be more. E- even on another angle, I thought they'd be more actively involved in the bring the witch, witch queen back movement. But no, they're well, just. But they're she. Kinda... But she would also have reason to kill them because they're acting in harmony with humans, and yeah. she's trying to kill them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that she would see them as natural enemies. Well, I thought maybe one of them would be, in on know, it. Anti. Well, yeah. I think it's just the warlock. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of weird little things going on in this world, but I like it. Like, I mean, I only had two problems with the whole movie. Mm-hmm. One, knowing a lot about ancient weaponry, the sword he was using is not a sword that you use two-handed. Mm. It's too short. It's not heavy enough. It would be used one-handed with either another sword in your other hand or a shield. Mm-hmm. If if a sword that is you two, used two-handed is... Uh, one and a half times to two times longer. Yeah, crazy than that. big. Yeah. So it's just it looked really weird for him to be using a sword two handed that was so short, hmm. and hmm. doesn't make sense for fighting. Mm-hmm. Like that's not how that type of sword is used. It's used one handed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that bugged me the whole fucking time. Which was, <sighs> I'm just like that's not how that sword would be used. Um, and he's not using it two handed in the first scene. He's using it one handed. That's true. So why did all of a sudden he change his style over 800? He years? got bored. He was also using other weapons. It's just weird that he'd pick up that sword again and use it differently. Mm. But I didn't um, register any of that. Like, it, I mean, I saw. I'm, I just re- not, I'm not I, much for sword. Yeah, I read too much and studied too much medieval. You, like, you mean you haven't heard of Jordan's school of medieval uh, weaponry? <laughs> no. uh, I couldn't teach you styles, but I could teach you all about them. I didn't um, get the scholarship papers. <laughs> yeah, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you have to have your own sword. Like I didn't like. But he does accept FAFSA. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Strangely enough. Like uh, two, you can get a Pell Grant. Two out of, like, what, the four action scenes in the movie, like, he's under some sort of mind control or he's jacked up, and it's like, that's too, too many. Hmm. Like, yeah. you know, get in there. Mix it up. Yeah, there was a lot of, like, dream state thing going on, which made kind of sense because that was, he had to go into his memories to recover what yeah. he didn't know. But also, because um, it's revealed that his witch companion is a dream walker. Yeah. Which, which is a super rare type of witch. Yeah, which is also like a, that's a fun thing that it's like, oh, of course. Like in a movie, like, of course, the person you're going to team up with has a secret ability or has yeah. something that you need. So I like convenient. It. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's great. Yeah. It's super great because it also ties into the end because the dream walkers are, you know, the queen witch's best uh It was the way she connected. Yeah, and they so were assassins. The queen witch were like, was like, oh, yeah, I'll totally use you. Yeah. yeah. Even against her will, she used her mm-hmm. to connect all of the chain back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is, like, no, destroy <sighs> the heart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sacrifice yourself. Be a true hero. Yeah, that wasn't very heroic that he did it uh, no. himself. It's like, yeah, well, but I mean, eh. unless unless there's a big bad coming up, but that's unless kind of there's what they something, at, though. Uh, but unless there's really something on the horizon, like something they know that's coming, like all she had was she got pulled into the darkness that one time and he pulled her out, and then at the very because that happened way early on, she got pulled into the the dark. Yeah, into the I mean, shadow realm. That's that's I what I'm saw tell you. a bunch of stuff a and magic, got turned. A magic that I didn't fully understand and, then, and I was worried about. Well, that's obviously where like the evil magic comes from. It's the shadow well, realm. Well, it's also like a weird teleport device. Yeah. Because the warlock uses it to escape and you see the portal close yeah. behind him outside. Yeah. So it's like somehow 
the evil ones are using it to transport transport. Yeah, they're 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 going into the shadow realm and then coming back on the other side. Yeah. And there's obviously a bunch of evil stuff there, but give us something. Because yeah. in in any other like if this was a franchise, the the witch queen would be the big bad. Mm-hmm. But now according to everything we see, you know, she's just like the first one on the rung and there's worse stuff than her. Yeah. Give me some indication of what that is. Why it's worthy enough that we're going to keep this thing alive that could show up in another 800 years and threaten humanity. Because that doesn't make any logical sense. Unless yeah. we know something worse is on but the horizon. But even that though, is that... It's just a hint. Because the way they phrased it was, it's kind of, it makes sense, but then it doesn't. Like it kind of cancels each other out. Because yeah. she says, we need you to stay because there's other things waiting for a world without you. Uh-huh. But if he's there, then they won't come. So it's just... So he's just... It's the Batman problem. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I got crazy sleepy right at the end of this film. So well, it's just because it was. Exposition. Did I miss a prophecy? What? <laughs> no, not okay. really. Just her saying, was "I know there's bad shit literally on the horizon." Just Rose Leslie. Yeah. Chloe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, but then, I mean, yeah. there's that's kind of heroic in that because I mean, if he could die, then he gets to go be with his family and all that. Right. You right. Know? So it, it is like a super sac. An ultimate he is sacrifice. still sacrificing. I agree. But do you but think? Give me a reason. He yeah, doesn't yeah. have a real reason. Do you yeah, think well, if they for make for the girl for the uh, yeah, Jesus which I did not Christ. like. Like I liked that she had stuff to do in the climax. Like she wasn't just kind of hanging she out. She doesn't playing Nintendo. need to be a love interest though. That's what I'm saying. Like we I did don't not like need that. a love interest. Like I would like it mo- infinitely more if like they kind of had like that flirty money penny James Bond thing going, but they never really like right. You know? And and she just goes like, no, I like working with you. I'm not interested in you in that way. Like yeah, yeah. I would rather have that. We are. The the whole uh, female sidekick being a love interest thing started yeah. with, or at least was popularized with the Bond movies. Well, we don't need it anymore. A lot of times in James Bond, when they had a female sidekick, she was completely useless. I know, yeah. and, then, and then we never saw her again. And then, hundred like percent useless. But I'm saying, as society has evolved, mm-hmm. they become more important. I and think. I th- is in, it was it in the Mission Impossible films ever where a female was a love interest that was on the team? All, I mean, in the third the one, first he got one, one hundred percent was. Yeah, and then the second one, I think, as well. Yeah, no, but the first one, she turned out to be like well, yes, janky. She yeah, was yeah, yeah. All yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, but she was in the newest one, there was none, John and Blake. I loved it. I loved in the newest Mission Impossible. Yes, it was, it was fantastic. Just a sexy That's lady what I'm that saying. We, yeah. That it was just there. We are at a time period now, and I feel like as a society, we should have more female characters, badass female characters, yeah. lead female characters, yeah. even. But in this case, oh, yeah. have her be. On the same level as him, have her be important and integral mm-hmm. and yeah. like well, yeah, of her own. I, uh, mind I think definitely in this film, uh, she can do magic. He he can't really yeah, do. Yeah, no, magic. he is human. He doesn't have any magical. He, the abilities. only way that he does magic is when he gets the items. Yeah, when he gets those items, then he can he, use the it's, items. It's his but it's, knowledge. Yeah. His knowledge allows him to use ruins and artifacts mm-hmm. and their magical properties. And his knowledge is what makes him. I mean, even when he's not immortal anymore, even when he's just you know his immortality gets taken away for a bit. Oh crap! His knowledge. Forgot all about. Sorry, <laughs> forgot all about the scene in the beginning on the plane. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. the old uh, magic bomb defusal scene. It's his. Yes, that's what I called it. <laughs> yeah. His his real power is his expertise and his knowledge. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. what makes him a powerful person in this universe when other people can do magic. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she is technically more powerful than him, especially as a dreamwalker, mm-hmm. like when they talk about. That the assa- the Dreamwalkers were assassins because of the way that they could manipulate and change people's memories in their dreams. Like that is a really fucked up, powerful thing that can uh. be done. So she, in a way, is more powerful than him. So creating a love interest between these used characters is ridiculous. Like we didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I would have rather, 
and I know this is probably controversial, I would have rather like she be lesbian. And what? and her friend was not her friend, but her lover. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. like oh, that would have been, been, been. They cool. could very easily have done that. Though. That would have been that far idea more. So much. Uh, yeah. That would have been. She was so far, sad about. She her was dying. messed up, yeah. right? Yeah. So that would have been wow. far more interesting wow. in this film. <laughs> wow. And it would have and it would have made that whole scene where they go and try and get help from the fashion people. That would have made it far more interesting. Because she would have been surrounded by people. Remember, they try oh, and go the get that plant. People. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They try the and go get that, that plant. Yeah. yeah. They try and go get that plant. Here, I'm going to try and make some light in this room. We're fine. Um, like, <laughs> that like would have made that scene face. way <laughs> more interesting because she would have been surrounded by people that she was interested in. Mm-hmm. And then to see that they were actually grotesque and enchanted and stuff, that would have been really cool from her perspective. Now, okay, I'm, I'm going to repeat again. I, I got real sleepy right at the end. So <laughs> did they just kiss or what, what was right at the end? Was there banging? I don't know if they ever kissed. They never kissed, but yeah. it was what more was the of hint? like... It was just a hint though, right? Yeah, yeah because like she said, I need car. you. It was, it, okay, was just, okay. it was just of her saying, I need you. Because I, I think that's very conservative then. I feel like No, they, it's great that they didn't kiss. I feel kiss, like in most other films though. that came out in the past 10 years, they'd be banging. Yeah. yeah, that would be the end of the film. It, it's yeah. it's moving in the right direction, but it's still you can tell there's something going on. It would have been and more effective if they like the end of it was just pretty much the formation of a team. Yeah, like that would be way yeah. cooler instead of just like, all right, I'm gonna hang out a little longer because I like you and stuff, and then you know, go to IHOP or something. Yep. But yeah, I I didn't I did not Which like the. <laughs> I would I have rather like seen them as equals than protection. Yeah. potential. Yeah, 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 even yeah. in Mission Impossible Five, they had that kind of flirty like maybe they would, maybe they wouldn't, but it was definitely more like. They understood each other because they were the same person. Essentially, yes, mm-hmm. they were two sides of the same person. Yeah, so it's and like that's why they cool, were interested. But this can't be what it could because be. we're too similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you're gonna go your way, I'm gonna go mine. That was far more interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, but still, okay. I, I just wanted to make sure that I didn't miss like a, no, a no, no, kiss no, or no. something. No. Thankfully, no. Because <laughs> I'm telling, look, I didn't. It wasn't like a big nap. It was like just my eyes would close and I'd w- and I uh, know that they opened I, three minutes later. <laughs> I missed. I, I like, missed oh, when no. he he took the potion in the bar because I had to use the bathroom. Oh, so I didn't even mm. see that that dream sequence where he gets attacked by the warlock. Damn. I came back when he was already like pulled out of it and everything was lit on fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because she was super useful in that scene. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you only caught part of it as you're yeah. saying, but like. That was really cool when he was he was all jacked up and the warlock was going crazy and she was like oh I got I got this like she got a knife she got some potion and she's like I'm gonna take care of this okay I saw her with a knife yeah yeah, yeah. so she was she was she took care of it and she, she pulled, pulled him, him she pulled him yeah out. she had yeah, to pull okay. him out of it okay yeah. I saw that she I had just... to pull him out of it and she was ready to to do maybe some damage on yep. the warlock if until, until he started lighting up until the it, fire yeah. and then she's like well, fuck this I need to get him back <laughs> up uh, uh anything else mm. I don't want to this is my kind of movie I really enjoyed it. I was surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was expecting just absolute garbage. All right, Witch Hunter Two. It's because it's just Boogaloo. Like it, <laughs> it could have been super dumb, and it wasn't dumb. Yeah, I just I really wanted like once I saw Breck Eisner's name, I kind of like all right, I'll give this a shot because mm-hmm. I liked the craziest, and I really like Sahara. I'm bummed I didn't get to make another right, one of right, those. Yep. But yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, Watch this movie. Go see it. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at bendunetwork.com.